Before we start today's Unbreakable podcast, I just wanted to throw out to everybody affected that our thoughts and prayers are with you for all the people uh, from the Paris tragedy this weekend. Um, I've been lucky enough to go to Paris a number of times, and I love that city, and I love the people there for their hospitality. Uh, I've had close family friends both visit and live there, so uh, we've been trying to keep tabs on this, uh, everybody in my family and friends, uh, as much as possible. But thoughts and prayers to those affected, and hopefully everything can go smoothly and back to being the amazing, incredible city and society it is. Uh, with that, here's the Unbreakable Podcast for this week. Welcome back to the Unbreakable Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Connor Lenahan, here on a freezingly cold, for some reason, Boston day. Uh, we're joined today by my good friend and uh, one-time biographer, <laughs> um, fellow comm student. Uh, you'd know her from everything from working at Nesson, popping up on every social media feed possible, and uh, every comm student would see her in the comm uh, student services office, Kaylee Roberts. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Exhausted, but good. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> my, uh, my voice has taken a hit the past couple of days because um, on Friday night we played Northeastern in basketball. And uh, we lost 87-84 in overtime, but I had to announce it. And oh my the, gosh. the crowd was so loud there that I had to scream on the microphone, and I ended up like blowing out my voice to the point that I had it crack a couple of times on me by the <laughs> end of the game. And then yesterday we played Providence at home in hockey, and we tied 3-3, mm -hmm. but we scored three goals in the third period, and I started screaming so much that, again, I lost my voice. So I'm kind of like... Playing hurt a little bit. The playing hurt you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I was going to apologize for my voice, too. I think I'm starting to get a little sick. So. Isn't everybody, though? Yeah, it like, is. That's, that the, it, that's the worst part about it, where um, <laughs> we were talking about this last night, um, it, that it was, like, so nice for a little bit. It was, like, 70 degrees or something, and then out of nowhere, it just is Damn. now, it, it, like, you can't go outside without it being really, really windy and really, really cold. Exactly, everywhere. exactly. It's like you're sick of school. You're sick of, like, your friends, and you're exactly. just sick in exactly. general. It's November for you. Well, it's, uh, one of my professors had mentioned that, too, where it's, like, it's so funny seeing people in early September coming to class, like, <laughs> I'm so happy, I actually get sleep. And then you come in by the end of the semester, it's like, hey, Sarah, whatever. Yeah. Just, <laughs> exactly. Like, just, let's keep going with yep. it. Yep, No, but here's the fun part, is I think, me, I'm kind of used to the cold a little bit since mm -hmm. I'm from Pennsylvania, but you'd have to be way more used to this being from Connecticut, no? Yeah, I'm really, I'm really used to it. Although for some reason, I keep walking out of my house without a jacket, so I'm Why? not really sure. Um, I don't know, but my my jacket hasn't come yet. So my mom said she'll ship it up to me, but yeah, we're waiting on that. So right now, I'm doing the whole like vest and windbreaker game with like a big scarf. Well, I mean that can kind of sort of work. It's not it's that cold yet. It's not. So. Yeah, it's not like sub 32. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's not to the point that if you go outside you're going to be afraid of losing your fingers or something right, like right, that. Right. Um I remember back in I think January of this year on winter break, there was that day in Boston where it was like negative 30 or something in the morning. Yeah. And I had work and oh, I wore no, two t-shirts, a hoodie, a jacket, um like Every, like, I doubled up on everything uh, that I could underneath my braces Smart. and stuff, and it just it tried to uh, get as bunched up as possible. And it yeah. thankfully worked out, but it, by the end it was just... Uh. But I'm happy to not, no longer have to deal with the cold. Me too. Yeah. But um, what I think is interesting, too, is I was just realizing about a year ago this time, we would have been starting working on, as I had mentioned, the documentary thing... Let's. I just have to have you tell this story because sure. I've been dying to get you on the podcast for yes. a while, um, and we've had trouble. I'm eventually have to gonna have to get Christina and uh, Brittany on to do it as well. 
but you three ended up doing a movie on me, and that kind of has a fun story to it, no? It does. It's, yeah, it's a fun story. It's a weird story. It's definitely something none of us expected, I don't think. No, nor did I. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, so we, you know, you, you obviously know, we... <laughs> Reached out to you. I was, like, late to the game. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you know the whole backstory. I don't necessarily. So how about, okay. please tell me that and tell sure. everybody else, because I think this sure. story is fascinating, because okay. it accidentally ended up being, like, a year of our lives that I we know. did this project. It was. It was an accident. Um, so, basically, uh, Brittany Baduk and I were in the same COM 201 class. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, well, for you guys, it's an introductory level COM class. Um, and... I thought she hated me for sure because you have to see Brittany like here's where the podcast is kind of maybe we can like post a picture of her like in her element to your blog because right, like, right. Brittany is like such a film student you know what I mean like yes. she's like got the look she wears like really trendy like cool hipstery clothing like exactly she comes across like really harsh and like freshman year I mean I was like a lot more lost than she was I think and I was like really trying to find myself and and I think now, like, we've become great friends because of who who I've grown into. But freshman yeah. year, I'm, like, this timid, like, like blonde, like, sorority girl. And she, <laughs> she's, There's like, nothing wrong with that. I, too, was a lost blonde sorority girl <laughs> my freshman year. <laughs> She, uh, yeah, so, anyways, but she's, like, very, like, knew her morals, like, knew she was a feminist, even then, like, stuck up for herself. Exactly. Like, bluntly said stuff, so, anyways, um... One time in class, our professor was talking about, like, his favorite parts of, of movies, and um, I raised my hand, and I was like, I think my favorite part is, like, right near the end, where they have that little montage, where everything starts going right, and there's music behind it, and the main character's just killing it, like, they get the girl back, or, like, they, like, succeed or something. So you're really into the happy ending portion of Exactly, all yeah. exactly, and Brittany, literally, I'm not kidding you, Con, she was like, Pah. <laughs> in class, like, scoffed slash laughed at me. And I, I just remember, like, I was just like, oh, my God, this girl thinks I'm so dumb. Like, and I am so dumb. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think, because um, I love Brit, and I think she's yeah. so, like, outwardly confident, which is awesome. Is. But then on top of that, no part of that shocks me either, and that's why I think <laughs> makes it so funny. And it's like, no, no, that completely fits. Right, like, I'm sitting in our class, like, she used to sit behind me, and I was, I would always just sit in our class with my Facebook open and stalk all my new, like, sisters, because exactly. I had just joined my sorority, so, like, she totally was validated in rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> precisely, precisely. Um, but, anyways, uh, now, like, so then she, when she asked me to be a part of the project, I was like, okay, like, we were not, like, let me just be clear, we were not friends when we started the project um but as soon as we started working together it was almost instantaneous like we jived really well together and christina too we all just really jive together and like our work ethics really balance each other out like i learned that having brit be like as blunt as she can be um is really nice like at the time it was really nice like we were able to really get things from people because absolutely it was like good cop bad cop or like you know like soft and hard like you had somebody that was willing to kind of like step over and like make those calls for what you were trying to do exactly now just so i know it like when you were pitched like obviously because i was involved i know Mm -hmm. like this ended up being a documentary but when britney approached you to do this what did she pretty much tell you like what the project was gonna have to be well i'm i guess the whole part of the story i just missed was um in our com 201 class that was our that was when our professor told us about this contest mm-hmm. and um so we had heard about it at the same time and um and he said you know Nesson's doing this contest it's 
the theme of the contest is a short film about anything sports related. So I, I know like some it. other teams from BU did like they wrote their own like fiction sports films. Um, we went the documentary route. Um, and when Brittany approached me asking me if I would want to be a part of it, um, we had already had you as a subject. She had yeah. already contacted you, done Brit that. Like, and Brittany had realistically reached out to me, I think, in something like June of mm -hmm. 2014 or something. Yeah. Like, really early in the game. And it yeah. just, like, preliminarily asked me, like, hey, we're doing this project for Nessa, and, and we want to do a short documentary. Are you interested? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing anything else with my summer. Let's do this. And I'll be honest, Con, like, I had thought about you as well when I heard the prompt, but I just, and I've to told Brittany this um, since then, I just figured you were just so tired of getting like people featuring you and like you. Do you not so understand to the level of a narcissist that <laughs> I am? <laughs> I know, but I, I guess in my mind I was like, as soon as I thought Connor Lenahan, I was like, oh no, that kid like he's already got beat today. He doesn't need some student making a documentary. No, I love doing this. Well, I love more doing it because it allows me to help out a student with a project because yeah. it's like I'm just lucky that I haven't had to do them. But I'm like, oh, this is good because if I ever need somebody, I'll have favors to call in. So I'll it's never so have true. trouble finding someone. It's so true. You're smart. You get the networking <laughs> No, game. it's I'm evil. That's <laughs> Smart, evil. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so then we, yeah, we, we made this film about you and your story, um, which I'm sure you're viewers or listeners or subscribers what do you call it? I don't even know people that are loyal to Unbreakable have no doubt seen this thing because I shared it a bunch yeah and they uh, know your story right yeah, yeah. It, no it's it, I don't think I've ever shut up about it which yeah. is the good news yeah. so they're all familiar with how good of a story that makes and um yeah so we ended up you know filming filming around it, the first draft of the project was due December 31st. I will never forget it because I spent my entire Christmas break editing this damn film. <laughs> it took us so long. I, I it guess... It came out really <clears throat> well, so, like... The first draft was okay. I guess, like, you guys are probably know, like, Connor talks a lot, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> editing him down was just challenging because everything you have to say is valuable. So it's like, oh, well, like, I, ha I can't keep this 20-minute interview because the project can only be five. Right. So it, it's hard. So it's. It, I'm assuming there's got to be at least some version of a cut out there that runs maybe, what, two or three times as long as the cut the that original ended up being cut, in the contest? The original cut, which I wanted to submit and I was very touched to, was ten minutes. Wow. Um, yeah, which seems like a long time now that it got down to five minutes, 30 seconds. But it was really good exercise and, like learning how to do that. I mean, basically, Brittany's from California. Yeah. Um, and I'm from Connecticut, so, like, it was very obvious that since we hadn't edited before winter break, one of us was going to have to take the footage home and edit. And, and Brittany did most of the work on the forefront, so I was like, let me do the... The right, work. right. So I took it home with me, and it was just my parents were like, my parents know your voice so well because I was <laughs> editing in my house, and I got sick of wearing the earphones. So they would be like, "Oh my God, Kelly, this kid's voice! Like it's the only thing we've heard for five days straight." <laughs> Not a bad oh thing. But... Yeah, no, it could be worse. But <laughs> um, it, correct me if I'm wrong too. Weren't you like just taking production for the first time here at BU, like while this whole process is going on? Yeah, I was pretty. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think we as a team were pretty new to the production game, but. Also, like, I've done production since I was, like, in sixth grade. Fair point. I love it. And, and like, please, I, I... This is a secret. I don't know if I should say on a podcast. Like, there are still music videos of me in early high school out there on my... Laura, please go find these. <laughs> on my YouTube channel. Um, it's kind of <laughs> embarrassing. So, But, like, I've had a lot of experience and growth, obviously. Okay, so, you, like, you've played around with this before. So it's not yeah. like you flew totally in blind to all of this. No, it's, it's okay, not that's like good. that. But, that being said, 
I learned so much about what makes for a good production. Oh, absolutely. Based off our work. Because we, so after we did the first cut, we then made the top ten, right? Yay! Yes, that was exciting. That was in, like, February. And then we made the top four in March? Something like End that. End of March? I think so. It was over spring break that they called. Right. Yeah. And I don't think you, no, you told me. Because I was at home. And I, like, got the text, or, like, I saw one of you posted on Facebook or something. Yeah. And, like, I was out of the loop, but I was like, wait, we're still alive, right? And I think there was, like, a whole deal, like, can't we tell them? It's like, yeah, we're just gonna tell them anyway. Yeah, they told us not to tell you or anyone, because they didn't want, like, because obviously you are, like, so well-connected. Like, if you told someone, the whole campus would know. Precisely, yeah. It's like, <laughs> that news would travel as soon as it got back to me. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. But we definitely, um, we definitely told you the top four thing. Um, and then fast forwarding, we didn't tell you that we won though. That no. was a hard oh, secret no. to keep. I'm aware because I found out watching with Laura on my bed and I was sitting there and I actually, uh, like during the <laughs> summer and I sweat through my clothes to the point that I was shaking and I screamed so loud. I damn near got a noise violation in my room and I jumped up celebrating. And then I texted all three of you, uh, you, Brittany, and Christina, uh, just, ah, and all caps. And what I, thought was the funniest is that um Britt just texted me back and she was like thank you for watching and I'm like (laughs) and I'm like I and then like thank you for watching like exclamation exclamation point and I was like I don't think she realized I was the one texting because I'm like wait what the hell like I didn't know like we've been working on this for a year now and it's like oh by the way just casually we won like I know well I thought that that would be the most exciting way for you to find out I'm kind of happy yeah my cardiologist disagrees but yes (laughs) um but yeah, so I guess like for your listeners, like we ended up winning the top four, and that was like twenty thousand dollars, and that was job and opportunities at Nessun. So Brittany, Christina, and I are all interning at Nessun. We split the twenty thousand. We have a gift idea for you that we still haven't done, but oh really now? Yeah, because we were like, because before when we were, because there were like some long nights where we were editing, and so we were like, if we win this thing, like what are we gonna do with that money? And one of the things was we're gonna buy Connor this. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but Damn we, it! we like threw around so many different ideas. Then we were like, well, we could just think basketball, but like Laura got him the best basketball <laughs> present <laughs> ever. Which is sitting up on my wall, the jersey, which I have to get updated and have everybody else sign too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which would be really good. Yeah. But yeah, so we like thought and thought and thought, and we have this great idea, but we just haven't done it yet. We'll do it. Yeah. Well, it, it's not like you three aren't incredibly busy yourselves. I know. Like, I know. Now, but... it, it, I got to ask this too how's everything going at Nesson? It's good. Just sort of, I'm assuming a little bit kind of crazy and tough to throw into the schedule? Or? Um, it's like a lot. Well, <clears throat> like, it's unpaid, it's an unpaid internship, so, um, yeah. they did pay for our, our transportation, which was super nice. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, they gave us a little stipend for that, um, but it's a lot to go every Monday and Friday. Yeah. Um, for no pay, and, like, it's, like, basically nine to five if you factor in the travel time that I go, um... And everyone has different internships, so, like, Christina works, I think, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Brittany works Mondays and Fridays with me, but she works um, different hours, so... Okay. We try to go home together, um, but she comes in at, like, 11, usually. But it's it's actually really fun working with Brittany, and, 
And, like, it's funny, like, full circle. Like you were saying, a year ago, we were just at such the beginning stages of this yeah. project. Well, it's funny, too, to me that, like, um, it, there's so many of these things that we did for the sake of the project where, like, I remember us being, like, last minute, like, hey, can we go, like, film an interview for, like, 40 minutes in a gym or something? And I remember going in there, mm-hmm. and um, we sent an email to the uh, guy uh, who runs Case Gym, and I said, hey, can we borrow it for, like, 10 minutes? And I'm like, we don't need any setup, just have the lights on. He's like, we normally need uh, extra heads up, but since we know you, we'll let you do it. Right. And it's like, I, in the moment, I didn't realize how consequential that ended up being, but it's like, that was the crux of the second film, and it's like... Uh, it just these little moments mm-hmm. or it's like um yeah just for backup we had to after we made the top four we had to make a new version right. of our film right um and that was the one that ended up winning the second version so yeah and your 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 um connections were just so crucial for the making of that second film because we only had like a week to film it we just didn't have the time to go through the bu bureauc- bureaucracy right yeah it so. was no that was i thought the really impressive part and i remember they mentioned that like on the show you actually got feedback from uh, two guys, I'm genuinely forgetting their names, but they're like high up people mm-hmm. in Tom Hollywood. Warner and Brad Falchuk. So Brad right. Falchuk, you might recognize his name from like American Horror Story um, or Glee. Yeah. Like, Tom Warner owns the Red Sox and owns Nesson. So. Yeah, so like these are guys that like their opinions matter kind of thing. And I think Tom Warner also was the producer for the Cosby show. So right. He's like, like a big deal. It, yeah. Right. <laughs> and it, what I thought that they said to you guys on the show, because they like presented it kind of like the um, like the early versions of The Apprentice almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I thought was interesting is that they uh, complimented the three of you of, like, I don't think you spent any money to get these things done. Yeah, we did um, Which I think really played... As soon as I heard that part of it, I knew it's like they're going to end up winning the competition. Really? As I'm watching it on TV. Because I'm like, that's the best possible thing. Yeah. But I think on top of that, too, what was interesting is that you were not only receptive to what they were saying, because I really loved the first cut of the film, and then it was a completely different thing the second time around. But, um, it, like... How you were able to go and find ways to fix everything. It was, I think, it spoke to interesting things because, like, I'm uh, taking production again um, this semester mm-hmm. and I'm going to be working on a final project, but I'm doing it alone mm-hmm. because my schedule just doesn't allow me to cooperate with people. But the fact that you three were able to cooperate, not only between the three of you, um, when there's a lot of voices in that room for the control, but also with me, where I never stop talking <laughs> or like everybody else who's going with it. Um, the fact that you were able to pull so much off, I thought was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely stressful when we got the feedback from Brad and Tom, and they said, "Okay, you have a week to do this." I mean, it was more than it was ten days, but it, okay, but yeah, still, it, it, semantics at that point. Semantics, yeah. yeah, because I mean, it takes time to get you know, even even with your connections, it took time to get the gym and stuff, and exactly. And so, basically, what I said to Brittany and what I said to my like. Christina and all of my friends was, all right, I'm dropping off the face of the planet for a week. I will not be able to hang out with you. I will not be able to text you. I'm putting all of my energy into this film. And and Britt and Christina did the same thing because, honestly, it was 10 days and I knew in the grand scheme of things, if I didn't throw myself into those 10 days, I would regret it so much. Right. Even if we didn't win, I still would have been really proud of the way that we had such limited amounts of time to, like make this make these changes in the film and, and we did overhaul the film. Yeah. Um and so Britt and I spent lots of long hours editing together and we ordered 
um, sunset together, like, <laughs> delivery, obviously, because we had no time to leave. Exactly. No, you, like, you hunkered down, and I remember seeing it from, like, the side, and I mean, hell, uh, it must have been kind of a blessing in disguise to have the snowstorms hit and, like, give you an excuse <laughs> to stay indoors, no? Yeah, well, by the time we were editing it, um, it was April, oh, which, wow. yeah, like, okay, it's so weird not to even think that. About. Yeah, the, yeah, wow. it went by yeah. really, it really went by fast, um, yeah. but it was, it was a blessing because after those long hours and after, like, just working together, I mean, and now working together at Nesson, Brittany and I are, like, literally best friends. Like, she is my, like, I think fourth best friend on Snapchat, and... <laughs> I have no problems with this. Um... <laughs> and that just goes to show, I mean, if that doesn't mean true friendship, then what does Precisely. these days? <laughs> That's exactly what it is in 2015, no. <laughs> But yeah, no, so, so, like, we just, like, are really good friends, and, like, I actually, the reason I had to push this interview back was because I was with Brittany until late last night. I see no problems <laughs> with this again. <laughs> it's funny. really, it's really been nice. And like, she's really talented and I just can't speak enough to like how, um, like successful I believe that she's going to be. And Christina as well. I just don't have as much contact with Christina, yeah. but, but I just like being on the forefront watching Brittany. It's just, it's really motivational because she's so talented and I know yeah. that she's going to go places and like exciting because like I mean as you know being in com like friendships are always twofold like they're your friends but they're also your career connections exactly no and uh, that's why like the LinkedIn game is important oh yeah uh, Joyce Rogers over at com has told me a number (laughs) of times Um, you know that leads me into a question I also wanted to ask you because um, A I couldn't agree with you more that I think the three of you are all going to be like wildly successful with how well you've done with all this just this is one story of many um, <laughs> but here's basically what I want to know, because you're everywhere in com, you work a ton, you were at one point a reality star on the Com Life <laughs> show, and I was watching sure. a couple of those episodes recently, because I think they're hilarious, um, and I'm actually pissed that that had to end, because I was about to, um, I think Alexa Galloway left, like, she graduated early, and there was going to be a spot open for Com Life, and I was going to audition for it, and then oh. they announced that Com Life was ending, so I couldn't have it. Damn it. Um, yeah, you know, Darn it. Yeah, yeah, we've got an explicit tag, don't worry. Um, but now what I want to ask is, what in the hell do you want to do next? Obviously we have the rest of junior year and the rest of senior year to go through, but what exactly, because you could probably answer this ten different ways and I'd be like, that makes sense. There are there are probably are ten different answers, Con. Like, yeah. I just have so many plans um, and, like, ideas. I guess, like... Basically, right now, what I'm working on is I've had a few people contact me individually about doing stuff. Like, I, I'm making the commercial for the 16,000 Strong campaign. It, precisely, which I was helping you out with yeah, uh, so just so last nice. week. Yeah, um, so I called in yet another favor from Khan, so I'm just waiting for him to call me in for a favor. Well, I didn't even realize that you only <laughs> needed me for five minutes, which was perfect. And also, this counts as calling you in for the favor. <laughs> no way, this is so fun. It's not a favor. Um, but anyways, so, basically... Um, I'm doing that, and then, like, there's this nursing startup that wants me to film a commercial Ooh. for them, but, like, commercials aren't really what I want to do, so, I mean, I'm doing those two things, I'm working on Base State, it's our 150th episode this season. Oh, wow, really? So that's a huge deal, um, we've been running since 1991, so Damn. we're making a huge deal out of this episode, it's actually gonna be a murder mystery mega episode, it's 40 or 50 minutes long compared to the average 30 or 20. How can I be involved with this slash watch this? Because I I love all the stuff that BUTV does because um it, like I've interacted with so many of those people. But like, where do you go to find all of these things if you want to watch them? Well, so you go to BUTV Ten. Basically, 
um, we're on season 26 now, but season 25 is not even up yet. So awesome. I would just like wait um, in December, sometime during exam week, if you'll still be here, we're going to yes. have a gala where you can watch okay. the 150th episode. This is go- good for me to know. And also, you have to come. seeing as my favorite show is The Simpsons, that's not a bad thing to say. <laughs> like, oh, there's 26 seasons. It's like, yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen every one of The Simpsons once. With that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's a thing. And then I'm not going abroad next semester. I'm, I'm staying here. Um, awesome. And I, I have this like idea for a short film that I really want to do, but I'm not going to be in any sort of class that's going to require me to do it. Right. So I don't know. Like I might try to do that on my own, but it's just a, I've, I'm sure you're having this experience with production one. It's a lot to ask for people to like help you with a film right. where you're filming for you know every time you shoot it's at least going to be four hours. Um, so, oh, is it supposed to take that long? Because like the last film that I made for production one took maybe an hour of shooting, oh, that's and, like lucky. half an hour because it, we just had it, it done so well. And yeah. my muse, it, like if I'm Scorsese, then Pat McKay, my roommate <laughs> is uh, my Leo DiCaprio. Where I just I cast him in everything immediately, except uh, the final project that's coming up. Uh, it looks like we have an idea and it's going to be moving forward. I'm probably going to eventually publish this one on Unbreakable as well, like on cool. YouTube. Uh, but Laura actually helped me brainstorm. Larry, you're going to be starring in that, too. Aww. Uh, so uh, we have some good stuff, but no, I know what you mean. It's crazy. Yeah. And um, one of the projects I'm thinking of with Unbreakable is I want to get my own uh, sort of camera set up so I can do some of that yes. um, myself to do the filming stuff. Because so uh, when you took production, who was your professor for it? I had an adjunct. I think he was only there for the semester. Got it. Um, I forget his name. Got it. I had um, I have Jeff Poister now, okay, and I love things. that guy because yeah, he's really so sweet, but he's like really encouraging, and it makes it yeah. really awesome. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I have a lot, a lot coming up. I'm gonna go to London this summer. Um, awesome. And I just I realized like I actually was thinking today like I haven't gone one weekend for the past like three weekends without filming like I, I'm well, like who am I should... becoming <laughs> no you know what that is you're becoming somebody that wants to do film for a career yeah. that's basically what yeah. it is it's the same way that like I genuinely have not gone a day without writing the last two years mm-hmm. um and pretty much close to it for like the last three you know it's it, when you eventually find what you want to do you just fall into it which I think is uh speaks really well um again to the three of you is that like it seems so natural and not forced and um I remember I was talking about this the other night um, that there are some people that you can just tell, like, have it. And, it, like, the, you can go and try to do any of the creative things, but I think it's more apparent when you meet somebody, you talk to somebody, and they just have the eye or they have the ear, or they just kind of understand at a level of what they're doing. One person, shockingly, with this is uh, my younger brother, Carrie, who I'm openly lobbying really? to come to BU in two years. Awesome. Um, I'll join. It, it, which is going to be awesome. But, like, uh, we were watching, he does these little videos to, like, um, like the Iliad and the Odyssey on YouTube, and he was just editing one the other day that was an hour long. On like he has Final Cut Pro at the house, and he just shoots these things. But we started watching an old one they did that was about half an hour long. But the first thing he did was cut in the uh, 20th Century Fox uh, titles to it, <laughs> and then he uh, overlaid it with a uh, video of somebody trying to do the 20th Century Fox thing on like a recorder. <laughs> Do, 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 do. And my voice is cracking on this. <laughs> but it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's and awesome. It, it's like, it doesn't have to be comedy. How old is he? He's um, going to be 17 four days after Christmas. Yeah, I think people, honestly, I think film and television is the type of industry or, or like, career path that you literally just fall into. Like, yeah. I, when, when I made my first project in sixth grade, like, I just, like, knew, like, I mean, I got positive feedback from my teacher, too, yeah. but, like, I knew, like, 
I'm good at this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, I wasn't good because I was in sixth grade. Like, you weren't, you know, I you have weren't. some inherent, like, ability. So, and I just, I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice getting that, like, it's the same way I remember um, my parents being, it's like, no, keep doing Unbreakable. Like, yeah. we, like we wouldn't lie to you, just keep doing it. Right. And I'm two years in, it's like, oh, I really like doing the writing and stuff. It's yes. so much more fun. And I think parents are a huge... I mean, my parents have been a huge asset. Like, they've always told me, even when I was making my dorky music videos, which are right. horrible, um, they were like, you know, Kayla, like, this is so good. Like, you're so yeah. good. Like, this is, keep doing it. And it made me want to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and, like, my mom has filmed me, like, I don't know if you remember when Hurricane Sandy hit. Yes. There's a video also on my YouTube of me in high school reporting, like, like, a, like I'm some, like, big reporter. And my mom filmed it on our, like... Mini DV camera. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to link to every single one of these things here soon. Um, in, in, I have to ask also, um, how many of the music videos are set to Britney Spears songs? <laughs> Zero, but they are set to like. Have you ever heard the song "You're So Damn Hot"? I think so. It's like very. It's like alt. I don't know. It's okay. I'll take it. Um, and then what are they? I don't know. They're set to like. I. You know, I couldn't even. What's that song like? I'm wearing all my favorite brands, 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 brands. I have no idea. I was a weird I kid. Know. I listened to Nirvana <laughs> and Steely Dan when I was like 12, so like yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, I know that you're going to be busy today, so I want to bring it to our favorite portion of the show, um, which is oh, the yeah. Gimme Me section, because uh, we were trying to uh, have you brainstorm stuff beforehand. So this is where we talk about something from sports, movies, music, and TV. And um, you can pick which one you want to start with and give us something from any of those sections. Or alternatively, okay. you can ask me to pick one and I'll start going. Uh, well, I'm very passionate about my movies one. Okay, that works. Um, so, Joe Pirro, my good friend from I love Joe Pirro. Um, yeah, he introduced me to this movie this summer called The Last Five Years. Um, it's which a, I mistakenly thought was a completely different movie. <laughs> you know, The Last Five Years sounds very ominous and like end of the world you, but it's actually a love story. <laughs> Awesome. Um, it's very cool. It's told so the it's told from the perspective of the girl and from the perspective of the boy. The yeah. girl's perspective moves from the beginning to the end, and the boys moves from the end to the beginning. But they're intercut, Ooh. scene by scene. So in the middle, they meet up for a little while. It's actually based on a musical. Um, the last five years was a musical first, but they made a movie awesome. out of it. And it's with Anna Kendrick and the guy. I don't know his name, but he's like really cute. Um, and it's very emotional. Like, but it's very real. Yeah. And the characters are really relatable. Okay, I like that. I didn't know the concept behind that. I just don't know how that, uh, like, skipped my queue of things to watch, but that's really interesting. Yeah, you should definitely check it Good out. Call. Okay, I should do yeah. that. What's yours? Um, mine, I actually just saw this last night. Have you heard about the movie Spotlight? Mm-mm. So Spotlight is a film based on the Boston Globe reporting team that broke the uh, uh, controversy about abuse in the Catholic Church in 2002 and ended up winning a Pulitzer in 2003 for their coverage of it. What? It stars um, Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, Rachel McAdams, uh, Brian D'Arcy James, uh, Stanley Tucci, Liev Schreiber, and tons of other people that just Honestly, pop up. Honestly, you had me at Rachel McAdams. <laughs> yeah, and she's amazing in the movie. She plays a BU alum in the movie. So does uh, Mark Ruffalo. Okay. And um, that movie is going to win Best Picture, and it deserves to. Uh, Did it, you watch it? Oh, I, I just saw it last night. Okay. And I walked out of it, and what was interesting is I saw it with Laura, and she turns to me and goes, um, do you think that is a chance to win Best Picture? And I said, it won it. And like <laughs> I've seen the other like major contenders that are out so far, um, but this was just on another level. 
And, uh, is it in theaters right now? Yeah, in theaters right I now. I gotta go see this. It was, um, it's over at the AMC by the Boston Common. I love it's that uh, more, It's really nice. Yeah. Um, and it's more like a limited release for now. But it's incredible. It's directed by a guy named Tom McCarthy, who um, also Scott Templeton in The Wire. For anybody that will get that reference, because that's always what I think of. Uh, he also did movies like Win Win with Paul Giamatti. It's just, it's so good. And um, I had seen a review that said it compares to movies like uh, All the President's Men uh, and Citizen Kane in terms of like journalistic movies that are classics. So it just Love as somebody, it. I'm so excited. Yeah, like as somebody that likes that style of movie and watching people do well at what they do, um, it's really emotionally stirring. It doesn't play up things for the sake of drama. It presents it very like factually. But it's so emotionally moving. I think my leg was like shaking for probably the entire last hour. <laughs> so I, I, I love so Spotlight. Excited. All right, I'm going. Um, I'm going. Yeah, it's it, it's an incredible film. It's um, it, it, I remember it gave me the same sensation when I saw Twelve Years a Slave two years ago. Oh, like that's it, that one best picture. It, it, not to the same like levels of feeling, but uh, it was like that was it, that's the best movie out this year. Nothing's stopping that. Okay. Yeah. You you sold me. Yeah, it, I really like Spotlight. It was really good. <laughs> Um, okay, so now do I go on to... Yeah, absolutely. Which one do you want to do next? Um, when, well, being a film TV major, I kind of want to do the TV one next. You get it. Um, of course. So, yeah. So, I have been watching The Mindy Project. I yes. read both of her books, but I had never seen one episode of The Mindy Project. I'm not sure I've seen an episode of The Mindy Project yet, well, which makes me mad. I don't... I tried to start at the beginning, um, and I was like, okay, this is pretty good, but honestly, I think that, um... Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. No, no, problem. Okay, yeah, so, anyways, I tried to start at the beginning. It was like, okay, but the plot gets really, I mean, we're similar in the fact that, like, we love, like, marriage and, like, yeah. relationships. Like, I'm a sucker for a good love story and, like... The precisely, the happy ending portion ex- of the movie. Exactly, come in full circle. So, yeah, uh, I guess, like, in season three, spoiler alert, yeah. she, like, gets pregnant with her co-worker who she's dating and like it's just very real because it's very honest about like the fact that like she's not married they're just boyfriend girlfriend but they get right. pregnant and and like honestly what's interesting to me is they never even have a discussion about whether or not they should keep the baby like it's just like I, I'm wondering if she was trying to make a political statement or not because she her character just like got pregnant and like like, obviously kept it, you know what I yeah. mean? Which is interesting. I mean, I guess on the show she's, like, 32-ish, maybe. Yeah. So. No, that is an, that's an interesting plotline, especially for, it, like, a show in this day and age. Because, yeah. like, before that may have been something more assumptive, mm-hmm. but now it's obviously everything is going to be under some form of microscope Yes. Uh, when you're putting it out in public. No, that's interesting. I hadn't known about that. But I actually, I actually liked it, because I think, I mean... To me, I guess, I've never, I mean, I'm very, like, not to get political and unbreakable here, but I'm, like, definitely pro-choice, but, like, I think the way that she presented it was just so natural. Like, of course you're going to keep the baby if you're pregnant with someone you love, and then, sorry, mom and dad, don't worry, but, like... Yeah, no, you're not going to be, not going to be, like, dropping hint, hint, by the way, like... (laughs) But no, but, um, anyways, so, and then they, it's just cute, like, they move in together, like, she is very honest and candid about... Once she has the baby in the show, like, presenting the struggles of being a workaholic and being a mom. 
And I think that's something that my friends and I at BU have talked about a lot because obviously everyone's super motivated. And Well, again, you've gone the last three weekends filming, so <laughs> it'd be kind of tough if suddenly it's like, if you kept up that pace and then it's like, oh, now I've got a kid. It's okay, gotta stay home. Yeah. Like, I can't think of anything that it's sounds hard more to do boring. A, it's hard to do a tripod uh, with one hand while you're like, carrying <laughs> like, a baby in the oven, right? Yeah, so hopefully that's like 10, 15 years out, but still, like, it's something that my friends and I have talked about a lot lately, like... And it's just, like, something I think that, like, help, like, really hinders women just as a... Yeah. As, like, um... A see, group. <laughs> see, that's like a close analytical reading. That's the type of stuff that I like to do in classes, where it's yeah. like you can break down to social levels all the yeah. stuff in the film. Because it's like the mini project is objectively a comedy, so like, <laughs> yeah, it is. That's 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 good close analysis. I might <laughs> Thanks, steal Con. that for a final paper. <laughs> yeah, um, you should. <laughs> mine, thankfully, is a lot easier than that. Um, just, have you ever heard of a comedian named John Mulaney? Uh, he, no, but uh, I love comedians. So. John Mulaney is probably my favorite comedian working right now, yeah. only because Mike Birbiglia has kind of been off and around for a couple of years. But those two are like one in one A. Um, Mulaney you might recognize because he did um, a stand-up special called New in Town that came out four years ago, and it got like kind of huge. It was really, really well-received, really funny. And then uh, he actually had a multi-cam sitcom on Fox called Mulaney for a little bit. And that show did not go over well. It was not what he wanted to do necessarily, I don't think. Or he did, and it didn't go hmm. over quite as he okay. wanted it to. Um, Mulaney was not well-received, so this new special of his is him returning to like his strongest point of uh, stand-up. And we watched it the other night. It's so funny. What's the actual name of it again? Uh, John Mulaney, The Comeback Kid. Oh, okay. Uh, so the new one is on Netflix. Okay. It's, uh, he has like a really great sense of like timing and pacing. It's the quickest hour of comedy I think I can ever remember watching. Really? Because like by the time okay. I was over, it's like, oh, like I was I, I, like I can remember every single joke here. It was just boom, 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 boom. Awesome. Uh, but Mulaney is so ridiculously funny, and there's a story in there about Bill Clinton that <laughs> is the funniest thing. Uh, and along with the story about Mulaney's dad, that are I should say two of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I just uh, love that. Okay, um, I'm really sold. Good. I'm gonna go check yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, on okay. Netflix, and uh, his other stuff, like New in Town, is also on Netflix too. Okay, Mulaney is just great for a deep dive because he's so yeah. clever and um, he has a lot of stuff in his previous specials. He does a lot of jokes about like Law and Order SVU. Oh, and, I love uh, jokes about that. Yeah, and so um, it. it's just so he's so like smart and creative. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Girl. I should mention. I guess the Mindy Project is now streaming only on Hulu. That's right. They did move over, right? Yeah, so I did have to get a Hulu subscription for it. Not bad. That show's dedication. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do that for Seinfeld, and I figured, yeah, I'll hold off for now. I but. mean, I how long can we hold off for it now? At this point, Fair it's point. like, Fair other point. people are buying $300 textbooks. I'll buy a three hundred dollar Hulu subscription. This is why it's more fun to be a uh, film TV student. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we've got music and sports left. Which one do you want to go to? Um. Well, I guess we could do sports since it's my least favorite. <laughs> Says the person who did a sports documentary and won. Exactly. Um. Very ironic. Uh. So. Yeah. Um. The sports thing that I want to talk about. So at Nesson, I had to research a bunch of Red Sox players. Which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm, for one of my, like, projects. And I did little biographies on them, and I had to include a picture. So I'm doing a biography on Josh Rutledge, a new, a new um, like, Red Sox player this exactly. year. Uh, he's not the best player, it seems like. I mean, all of his awards, like, these other guys I'm researching have, like, MVP of, like, this National League, like, on the All-American team, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Rutledge is kind of like all his awards are like from high school in right. Alabama. Yeah, so like he was really good once upon a time. And right. Now he's just sort of here. He got signed to the Red Sox, so maybe he's awesome up and coming. But um, he's just so good looking. Like <laughs> when I get to the part where I had to include the picture, I Google image him, and I was like, oh my god! Like I thought he was boring up until now. Like, it's like uh, Rutledge. Rutledge. Uh, Rutledge. Okay. <laughs> now, how does your boy Ben feel about your new toured love affair with Red Sox player Josh Rutledge? <laughs> well, I sent him a picture. Or I, I told him, I was like, I need to talk to you about something. He's like, okay, well, I was like, I have a, a crush. I have a new crush. Like, it's not just you anymore here. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, Josh Rutledge. He's like, all right, if it's, as long as it's like, uh, and then he was like, I don't, I don't think he's that hot. I don't think he's that hot. I'm like, of course you don't. <laughs> no, it's because you two are going to go to a Red Sox game next season. Rutledge will get up to bat and everybody else will be cheering and you just hear a very loud Boo! From somewhere, in the day. it'll just be Ben standing up, both hands over his mouth, just ben. screaming at the top of his lungs. We've been to a couple Red Sox games, uh, or we've been to one Red Sox game together, and he's a Yankees fan, so the Ooh. boo is already happening. Fair point. Um, but yeah, well done. Well done. No, I see. No, again, no problems with this. Um, for my sports thing, uh, did you catch uh, that Ronda Rousey lost her first fight last night? You know, Connor. I- like, I wish the viewers could see my expression. That just went over my head. So, Ronda Rousey <laughs> was um, the undefeated, uh, I think, bantamweight champion uh, for the UFC. And she is, like, the most BA person on the planet. What's UFC mean? Uh, UFC <laughs> is the um, ultimate fighting championship. Like, the MMA. Okay. Uh, the people who punch and kick and wrestle one another. Sure. Um, and Ronda Rousey was just really, really good. And she became super popular because uh, she has been steamrolling people where, I think, in her 12 wins, 11 of which she won in the first round, 8 of which she won within the first minute minute so like she's wow. next level like the most dominant fighter on the planet and she got knocked out in the second round last night by a head kick by um who's it holly hayes i think holly home holly yeah holm. it was holly home uh holly hayes i think is an actress um Both cool names yeah um but uh yeah so rousey lost her first fight last night and it made me like super sad because I love Rosie and watching her destroy people is like the most cathartic, awesome thing ever. Um, <laughs> do you be- live vicariously through her? Oh, of course bit? I do. Are you kidding? I can barely walk given the wheelchair, but I'll take uh, Rosie destroying people. Um, but no, seeing her lose last night does give us the ultimate thing, which is in a rematch, she might actually win within 10 seconds. So I would be so excited to see this because okay. Rousey, kind of like the Hulk, you will not like her when she's mad. So I'm like, ooh, now we get to see her on the revenge trail for the first time in her career. Okay, so, I'm excited for you. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it, it, random stuff, but I know um, I've mentioned before, it's like I only casually watch UFC, but when the big names fight like uh, Rousey, or there's an Irish guy named Conor McGregor who's like mm. outwardly like a Bond villain, essentially. Wow. Uh, and just is like really great on the microphone. Uh, that not only does he rep my homeland, but uh, he also is like really funny to listen to. So, your homeland's Ireland. Yeah, I'm, I'm 50 percent Irish. Yeah, of That's course. Makes five sense. foot three with a red beard. Have you ever been there? Oh yeah, I went yeah. to um, Dublin not this last summer, but the summer before, and loved it. Okay, I'm and, really excited to go to Dublin this summer. Yeah, I was immediately accepted, which was kind of funny. Oh really? Yeah, and also what's funny is um, did you do a program through BU? No, uh, I went with my family. Uh, oh. We just decided. Oh, accepted to go. by the society. Then. Right. No, 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 I was okay. like, I was accepted by everybody there, oh. and. Um, I have my two younger brothers, one of which has, like, more brown hair, one has, like, explicitly blonde hair. Me, because of the red, and the fact that I was, like, openly willing to drink Guinness, uh, had me, like, able to be fitting right in with it. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Oh, perfect. And now we finally got music. What do you got for us there? Okay, music, um, I was struggling, because I, I like a lot of, like, show tunes, and, um, or, like, you know, a little lesser-known songs, but... 
I just need to like put in the plug for the most important thing that's happened in music in the past two months. Um, Taylor Swift released a acoustic version of Out of the Woods, uh, the single most important thing. Not kidding. Um, and yeah, my friend Joe, I'll bring him up again. Not obsessed, I promise. But um, yeah, we li- we have listened to that. I mean, he's listened to Out of the Woods like five hundred times. Yeah. The acoustic version, I'm not sure, but. It's just amazing. Like, if you ever need a good cry or, like, just to feel appreciative of life and love and happiness, like, you just listen to the Out of the Woods acoustic version. I have no problems with this. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, it, Taylor Swift, she's absurdly talented. And, I love her. Um, it, it, that actually brings me into a good one for mine, too. Um, she brought out Alessia Cara on stage. Um, and do you even know who that is? No, so sorry. Uh, no, no problem. She's a 19-year-old Canadian singer who uh, made her bones by doing covers of, like, Amy Winehouse and uh, Adele and Taylor Swift on YouTube and um, she just released on Friday her debut album Know It All and this year has been dominating because she has a song called Here uh, that speaks to introverts that don't feel uh, comfortable at parties kind of more like a this isn't my scene which is amazing she is overly like confident and so brilliant her voice is incredible um, and her new album is like terrific and uh, she has songs about, like, body image and, uh, like, the wishingness that one could be 17 forever. Mm. Uh, she's really, really good. And I know I've talked about her on the podcast before because I love her. Um, just because seeing somebody this talented, this young, is kind of a rarity. And it's yeah. like, okay, this is really fun to see. Yeah. That and also, um, I got to, I am a huge James Bond nerd. And uh, Writing on the Wall by Sam Smith is the theme this time around. And that and the movie Spectre are fantastic. So, okay. both other suggestions I had to throw into that. Yeah, you, this was, you can't just keep it to one. Yeah, no, yeah. I was, uh, this was a busy makeup weekend because last weekend I had to announce, like, all weekend, so I missed my, like, regular, like, movie watching times. Oh, okay. So this weekend I saw the lot. Netflix special with Mulaney <laughs> and two films in theaters. I might see a third tonight. So What, what are you going to go see tonight? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. If Room is playing anywhere in Boston, I'd probably go see it, but probably not. There is football tonight, Room. so... Um, Brie Larson. Yes, I um, did something with it. It's an independent film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, that one looks really good. That's going to be another Oscar contender. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Perfect. Kaylee, do you have anything else for us? No, thank you so much for having no me on the, on the podcast. Our pleasure. Thank you so much this for really coming cool. on and being here, and hopefully we'll get you back sometime here in the future. Okay. Yeah, you are so good at it. <laughs> you, this is like natural for you. No, it's just because I don't shut up ever. That's yeah. the fun part. <laughs> Works well. Perfect. Thank so, you, Con. No problem. Thank you. Uh, thank you to everybody for listening to the Unbreakable Podcast as always. Uh, thank you to our executive producer, Laura LeBrecht, for helping us with everything with the podcast. Uh, our artwork directors, Caitlin McIntyre and Dan Esberg. Uh, shout out to Diggs for following me on Twitter. Thank you to uh, GarageBand for providing our music. Uh, make sure to check us out on Twitter at Connor Linehan and at Unbreakable Pod. And for you, it's what, at Kaylee J? Kaylee Janie. Kaylee Janie. is the actual tag, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully we hope to see you back next week. Make sure to check out Unbreakable for more, and we'll see you then. Bye.